and welcome back to the Creative Productive Podcast with me, your host, Sarah, aka Stationary Magpie. And today we are on episode six. So it's just me today and I'm going to be talking about something that you might already be doing, which is basically reviewing the year ahead of starting a new one. So I feel like the realisation that the year is almost over has just hit me. I have only just decorated... It's really early actually to decorate even for me. Um, But yeah, the idea then that the year is coming to a close and we're going to be starting 2021 is crazy. It has been a very strange year where time just doesn't seem to have behaved the way that we're used to. But then I also feel like the older you get, the faster time seems to slip away, which does slightly terrify me and I think terrifies quite a few of us. But that's another conversation and we won't go into that kind of downward spiral of feeling like time is slipping away um yeah let's not go there but this year might feel like it has kind of slipped away from us a little bit and that we might not have accomplished the things that we want to do maybe we don't feel like we've actually done that much because of lockdowns and restrictions that stopped us from pursuing things as we normally would have done but I would argue Have you actually had a chance to sit down and think back and have you actually analysed how the year went as a whole? Yes, there have been some real downtimes and some really difficult parts where we haven't been able to do anything. But even in those, there have been times that we've kind of got more creative and have used our kind of resilience and creativity to kind of carry on and still have some nice things in our year, even though it's been a bit funky. So because a year is a long time and a lot can happen, even if we are in lockdown, I know from experience it can be really easy to forget the things that actually did happen until something might jog our memory or we sit down and we take the time to actually look back. So today this podcast episode is all about how to look back and review your year to get you ready and excited for the new year to come and appreciating everything that happened in the last year. So I've also made you a free PDF couple of worksheets that you can use to help you review your own year. So what I'm going to do in this podcast, I'm going to talk you through some of the things that you might want to think about and then I'm going to share some of my own goals and accomplishments and memories from 2020 that hopefully will give you some ideas of what you can put down as well. I've also written an accompanying blog post for this podcast episode just because I feel like it's quite important. You can go back and have a read and digest it a little more slowly if you like but I think it'd be nice for you to have a listen and then go back and read the pod the blog post and then you can get your worksheets and have a go at doing it yourself. So let's get started. The first thing that we're going to want to look at is what were our goals for 2020? What were the things that we did decide that we wanted to actually do? It's always quite interesting to look back at your goals from the year before especially this year because we could not have foreseen the year that we had I don't think it was so different to any year before and it's really interesting to kind of look back at where your mind was before all of this happened um because obviously we had no idea so some of our goals will be things that we you know obviously haven't been able to do anymore but it's really interesting and what I want you to do is to look at the list of your goals Maybe it's a list that you have on your phone, in your journal. Maybe they were like just a couple of goals that you had in your head for the year. And you are going to kind of assess them and figure out which category they fall into. So obviously, first of all, we've got the ones that we actually completed, which is wonderful. Great. We can take those off. No hesitation. We just know we've completed them. 
Um, things like for me, it was continuing to practice yoga daily. So it was something that I was already doing. I already knew what the benefits were and I knew it would be re- realistic. So it's no surprise that I actually managed to complete it. What I would suggest though, with the goals that you list as completed and kind of done and sorted, have a think about what is it behind those goals? What do they have in common? Do they have this kind of strong sense of purpose, this motivation behind them? What was it that helped you to actually get and achieve those goals? Because there's something in them that obviously worked. So when you're setting your goals for the next year, it's good to be mindful of why the goals from last year work so you can use that method again. Next up, we have the goals with a kind of question mark over whether they were completed or not. So these are the things that maybe we've started working towards or maybe they had to be modified because of life. And, you know, this could happen any year. Often we undergo big life changes that we might not foresee. So these are the goals that we've made progress, but maybe it's different to what we expected. Maybe it's not as much progress or maybe the actual goal has had to change slightly. So a big one for me, for example, was I wanted to move down to Cardiff, which is a big city. So at the beginning of the year, I had that on my goals list and I was like, yes, I'm going to move out. I'm going to move to Cardiff. It's going to be great. And then coronavirus hit and I had to come home to like quiet North Wales, live with my mum for a few months and just kind of wait for, I guess I thought I was waiting for it to blow over. Obviously, it still hasn't blown over. And after a few months, I decided that, okay, the move to Cardiff is out of the question. To be honest, I don't really want to move there anymore. It's too far away from my family. I'd be too isolated. So instead, I ended up moving in with a friend and not that far from my mum's house, but it's some independence. It's moving out. And for me, even though I didn't move to Cardiff, I didn't technically tick that off. It's not something I want to do anymore. And the kind of idea behind the goal which was to be independent and live independently, that's completed. I feel like I've achieved that. So I feel like I can tick it off. It's going to be up to you if you want to tick some of these goals off. And it's kind of your own interpretation of whether you've achieved them. I'd always be kind to yourself. Like if you can feel like you've achieved the kind of essence of the goal, then I would say, go ahead, tick it off. Give yourself a little win. We need it after this year. But have a think, be creative. There are lots of reasons, you know, especially this year, why those those goals with the question marks might not be completed to a T, but it can be related achievements. You know, you could have started to make progress. It doesn't matter. So give yourself a win, have a think. And last of all, we have the goals that you didn't complete or you didn't make any progress towards or you didn't even start working towards them, you didn't even make a plan. So it's interesting because there's always a few of these goals on my list and I know that there must be on other people's lists as well. These things that maybe we get a little bit optimistic, a little bit overexcited, maybe we want to put down, for example, a certain number of goals for the year. I know that some people do things like 20 goals in 2020, which... Yeah, it looks lovely and it seems really nice to be like, oh, 20 in 2020, but do you really need 20 goals? Do you actually have 20 goals to work towards? Maybe not. So it's worth thinking things like, did I put this down because I thought it was something other people 
wanted or I thought it was something that you know everyone else wants so I should want it too things like oh I should start running because everyone else is doing it and it's you know free and I can still do it the gyms are kind of opening and closing but maybe that's not something that you actually want to do in yourself maybe there's another type of exercise that you would enjoy more or maybe you just don't want to exercise maybe that's what you want but if you've put something down that you don't want it's very unlikely that you're going to want to make the effort to work towards it. It also might have lost importance. So it might have been something that at the beginning of the year you thought was really essential or important. For example, a few of mine were things like get 5,000 Instagram followers and it's the end of the year and I've still got under 3,000. But to be honest, I've started to realise that the important thing is having engaged followers. So I would much rather have 2,000 um, engaged followers, which is still so many people, than 5,000 kind of semi-interested followers. So it just became less important to me and I don't really care if I've achieved it or not. The next one is, was it unrealistic? So yes, we are ambitious. Lots of us have these ideas of these massive things we want to achieve, but especially this year, Things put the brakes on, you know, like we couldn't maybe do as much as we wanted. There were limitations in place. We're often guilty of doing this anyway, just even even without 2020. Maybe we have goals that were just unrealistic. They expected too much of us, too much. We didn't actually have the time to work towards them. And we just needed to kind of strip it back a little bit more, make it simpler, make it more achievable. And then that's on the way to achieving that bigger goal. It also might have been too vague as well. So if we have something like get fit, well, does that mean eat healthy? Does that mean exercise more? It doesn't really tell us exactly what we need to do. So it's quite hard to follow those goals because we can kind of interpret them too widely. And um, yeah, it's just not very easy to work towards a goal that's really vague. The more specific with goals, the better. It might have also been because you failed to plan it out. And a goal without a plan just is kind of a wish. I, I really butchered that quote. There's some kind of Antoine de Saint-Exupéry. Um, probably said that wrong. There's some kind of quote that's basically like, a dream without a plan is just a wish. Um, I'm still butchering it, but you get what I mean. Basically, you need to plan. You need to have a plan of how you're going to get to that end goal. Because if you don't, it's really hard to figure out how you're going to get there. It's like, you know, we have Google Maps now. So if we're getting to somewhere we don't know the location of, we're going to tend to use maps or directions or things like that. So the same idea really works with goals. To get to that end point, if it's something completely new, it's something that you don't know how to do, you need to have a basic plan and a basic idea of how you get there. And if you never get around to doing that, then how do you expect yourself to even get to the end point? So there we go. Three types of goals. Goals that you completed and you can reflect on them, figure out why they worked so well, why you managed to achieve them, and then you can use those to apply that to your next year goals. Goals that have a question mark, so have a think of why they might have kind of almost been achieved, were there things that made it change or modify them? And then goals that you didn't complete. So really have a think about why you didn't achieve those goals. And then you can use that information when setting your next year goals to make sure that all of your goals are achievable, things that you want to do, 
and that you're going to be able to make progress. So the next thing I want to talk about is kind of other accomplishments because yes we have our goals list but that doesn't mean we didn't achieve anything else. So goals are things that we know we want to achieve and we know we want to work towards. I see kind of accomplishments and other achievements as the other good things that just managed to happen along the way. So maybe you weren't planning them but maybe opportunities came your way and you took them. Maybe things happened just out of the blue And what's really nice about a lot of these things is that they're kind of things that you might have never even thought of as a goal, but you might have had them as a goal had you knew about them. So it's still good to uh, kind of celebrate those. And what I've done this year is my journal actually ended in October, so I had to start a new bullet journal in November. And rather than copy out a lot of my goals, what I decided to do instead was create a page for accomplishments and achievements. So what I've done this morning is I've spent about 10-15 minutes just writing out a list of all of the things that I feel like I achieved, not necessarily related to my goals, but things that you know I'm proud of that I did throughout the year. Things like um, making my own stationery for a stationery box connecting with new people that I kind of never knew existed and finding this whole new community of creative business people um lots of things like that so it can be things like spending time with your family that you haven't seen in a while on zoom and kind of reconnecting with people making the effort to you know celebrate virtually or make the most of a bad situation so have a think about your accomplishments and achievements What are the nice things that you can be proud of that you did this year? And write them all down, celebrate them. And even if they're tiny, even if they're as small as I connected with my neighbour or I made friends with my neighbour so I could go shopping for them, that's a really nice achievement to have had happen. And it might not have been a goal of yours at the beginning of the year, but now you're like, yes, this was great. I'm really thankful that this happened. The small things can sometimes be just as important as the big ones. And to be honest, I prefer the small things because... There are a lot more of them usually. The last thing that I want you to do is to have a look back at your favourite and cherished memories. So the memories are, you know, the little happy things that happened in the day in our daily lives. Maybe they're things like spending time with family, learning how to do something new, having time for yourself. Look back in your phone, your social media maybe your journal, and you can find a lot of these lovely things that happened. And it's really worth writing them down and kind of reminiscing a little bit. Take a trip down memory lane, have a think, you know, reflect on the good times, enjoy it. And if you can, share the experience with someone else. So sit down with a family member or a friend and talk about some of the nice things that happened this year and kind of try and find the positives, basically, of what has been a very turbulent year. Just a note as well on when you're looking back, it's really important to consider your mindset of how you're looking back. So if we look back with a kind of negative point of view, of course, we're going to be able to find all these negative things, you know, like, yes, lockdown, you couldn't see each other. Um, You know, I understand that people have had really hard times. Maybe you've been furloughed or lost your job. Like, I understand that, you know, the year has been really difficult for a lot of people, But I do think it's important as well to kind of look back with a sense of positivity, kindness to yourself when you consider how much you've achieved or maybe not achieved 
if you kind of just managed to get through the year, then that's good enough. Look back with kindness and positivity and it will be a lot easier to start looking forwards with that kind of mindset as well. Let's end the year as we mean to start the new one. So that is my kind of very quick roundabout three-step guide to reviewing your year. Remember that you can read the blog post if you want to read it slower and digest it and do the exercises. And I've created you two pages of worksheets to help you review your year. So just to help you with that exercise as well, I thought it would be interesting for me to share some of my goals from the beginning of the year and kind of talk you through what happened and my mindset and how I consider those to have gone. So I've got my list of goals out. The first one was a be able to balance in a handstand goal, which is kind of related to my yoga, which I'm still practicing every day. And so that is a good thing. That's something that I've managed to achieve. That's down my achievements. Um, But yeah, the balancing in the handstand. I still cannot really do that. And at one point, yes, I was very good. I was practicing like every day after my yoga practices, having a go. I took some classes even. Um, I actually took some classes with Millie from Blink Lettering, who I did an interview with. But we were doing some classes on being able to do handstands. Um, But I still haven't actually been able to do it, but I did stop working towards it. So something there didn't quite go right. I think maybe because I didn't feel like I was making any more progress, I kind of lost my momentum with it. I maybe stopped for a few days and just kind of never picked it back up. And it's something that I do really still want to be able to do. Maybe it was a little bit unrealistic, although if I'd practiced every day, I probably would be there by now. So it's interesting if I look back at that. I know straight away that the reason I didn't get there is because I fell off the bandwagon, basically. I stopped doing my daily practice. So if I want to use that goal again in 2021, I know that if I put it down, I need to be able to commit to that daily practice of just doing one or two little handstands against the wall and practicing the balance. So you never know. By the end of 2021, I might be able to do it. Let's hope. But I feel like I'm doing a lot of other exercise that's going to help with that. So I'm pretty, pretty optimistic about that. Even though it's not happened this year, I still feel like I've made some progress. The next one was to get a real digital marketing job. (laughs) I like how I've used the word real. Like, what is a real job anyway? Like, if people pay you, surely that's a job. Um, So... The plan was at the beginning of the year for me to get a job as like an official digital marketer or kind of an assistant digital marketing person and try and improve my skills and, you know, work in a in a place with other people that could teach me things. Um, and I did have a job interview for a digital marketing job right before Corona. So I didn't get it. I don't know if it was partly due to the coronavirus or maybe just someone else was better for the job. I do not know. But after that, it kind of put me off and there was really nothing around anyway. And I just decided that, well, I may as well just focus on my actual business and focus on the thing that I love doing and just keep practicing, keep improving my skills for myself and my own business. And so I did that. So even though I haven't got a real digital marketing job in a company I'm still doing digital marketing I've improved my skills I've taken courses so yeah that's I suppose one of the question mark goals and 
to be honest, the actual real digital marketing thing, like I don't want to go in a company anymore. I don't want to work for someone else doing this. So in a way, this goal is just not important to me anymore. And I'm kind of just going to let go of it. I'm basically already doing it. I don't really know why I bothered to put this down. But it's interesting to see how my perception of this has changed. The next goal, really sad, is to attend salsa classes to an intermediate level. (laughs) Obviously that's out because corona, can't actually touch anyone, can't dance with anyone. (laughs) And I was really gutted because when I went down to Cardiff to try and move down there, me and my friend started going to a class and I really enjoyed it. It was so much fun. Um, and then I couldn't go the next week and then I had to come home and then lockdown happened. So that just never happened. And I was absolutely gutted because it was so much fun and I met so many people. And that was kind of the main goal was to be able to meet new people and learn a new skill and have fun and dance. And obviously that didn't happen. Um, so yeah, I'm pretty good about that. But that's basically, that goal was a victim of circumstance and Corona, sadly. I probably could have done online lessons but for me it wasn't wouldn't be really the same like I really wanted the social aspect of the classes so yeah it didn't really seem the same to just be doing that the next goal is to be on a podcast well I mean we can say that's completed I guess Although, even though I didn't write it, I initially, I think I meant I wanted to be a guest on a podcast. And I did actually email a couple, I think I was actually only one person that I emailed, kind of pitching myself to their podcast. Um, I didn't get accepted because they already had plenty of guests, which is fine. I got a really nice rejection. But I think actually it spurred me on to be like, I could just do this myself. Like I could create my own podcast. So here we are, we're doing it. Like, no, I've not guessed on a podcast, but I've gone one step further. I've started my own. So, I mean, I've got to, I've got to say that one's complete, don't I? And then I had a few more goals as well. I had things like reach 5,000 Instagram followers, which I've decided is not important anymore. I've got one with um, reach 400 email subscribers, which I think I'm at back 385. So you never know, there's still some time. Although, With that, I'm kind of still a bit like, well, as I only really care about the people that are interested. So, you know, it doesn't really matter that it's 400. If it was 400 uninterested people, that wouldn't matter. But 385 that still are subscribed, that's pretty good. And yeah, there were just a few others. um, But some things I've kind of let go of. Some things I've decided it's just not important to me anymore. But it is really interesting to look back and I have actually found it really valuable this morning thinking about my achievements, my accomplishments and kind of really analysing my goals, thinking about why the ones that worked worked, why some of them had to be modified or changed and then why some of them I've just let go or not completed or just decided it's not for me anymore. So yeah. That's about everything that I wanted to talk about today. As I said before, go and have a look at the blog post. I know I've probably talked quite fast and maybe babbled a bit. I try to avoid as much editing as possible. I hope that it doesn't come across too unprofessional, but you know, you got to spend the time on the things that you enjoy and I do not enjoy editing. So yeah, make sure that you're following me on Instagram, Stationery Magpie, and head to my website. I've just had a little refresh. 
And I have a special announcement for you. So if you have a read of the blog post, it says right at the end that I am running a special 2021 The Year For You one-off workshop. So in this workshop, we're going to look at the kind of mindset and setting an intention for the new year. We're going to look at setting your realistic, attainable goals after you've done your review. We're going to look at the lifestyle that you want and the kind of practical side of mapping it all out. So that workshop is going on sale very soon. If you head to the blog post, there's more information about it or feel free to send me an email, sarah at stationarymagpie.com. But I hope that you've enjoyed this episode. I hope you found it really valuable to have a review of your year and I hope that it helps you to create the best 2021 full of creativity and productivity. Speak to you soon.